1: Tap into the power of your sensuality with sexy audio stories created for women by women. Download the app and transport your mind today. Hello listeners, be advised that this show is an immersive audio experience. It may seem like sounds are coming from the sides or behind you. Listener discretion is advised, as this content is intended for adult audiences only. Hugo presents Narcissa, starring Diana Agron, created by Alex O Eaton.
2: And I've got a surprise for you. Oh. What's happening here? Kent? Please don't be dead. Please don't be dead. I'll kill you if you're dead. No, oh, no, 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 they're back.
3: Don't kill me, don't kill me. I should have told my parents how much I love them. I wish i told her how much she means to me. Oh. oh, no, oh, no, don't do
2: it. Hold it in. Kent? Sid? Is that you? I've been calling your name. Where are you?
3: Uh, Over here. Hi. The hell are you doing in this closet? Uh... Hiding? What does it look like I'm doing?
2: Right. Mind if I join you in
3: there? Sure. Uh... Just... Do me a favor and don't read me right now. I don't need you in there. I'm really on edge. Okay, promise.
2: I've been consumed by thoughts of Kent since I met him. Not the kind of intoxicating obsession when you're in love with someone, but the kind of all-consuming worry that happens when you're not sure if the person is going to be alive the next day. He's my best friend but sometimes I fear the effect that he's had on my life. It's been hard for me to get to know anyone else with him around. Boyfriends, girlfriends, acquaintances. Kent takes up too much space. I'd never say this to him though. It would break him into a million pieces. Guess I have to protect him from my thoughts as well.
3: Did you get my message? Uh, yeah, but you were so vague. I, d- I didn't really understand what you were talking about. Here. What is it? Open it. Just tell me. Open it. Wait. Cedar. I-, I have to tell you something. Okay. Listen. The last week has been a mess. I was in hell, so I dragged you down with me. I should have never done that, and I'm sorry. Yeah, but... Uh, something has become really clear in this time. You know, all the nights I spent hiding, I, I, I had a lot of time to think. And the only thing I was thinking about was you. Oh, shit. I love you, Sid. I love you, too. Now open the bag. No, 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 you, you don't get it. I, I don't just love you. I'm still in love with you. <laughs> you know we were never right for each other. Besides, I'm... Basically your sister. <laughs> don't say that. Trust me, I have a sister and you're nothing like her. Of course, I love you, but not like that. Sid, be honest with yourself for once. Get in touch with your true emotions. <laughs> okay. I'm the only person who knows you. Who really knows you and loves you for what you are. <sighs>
2: well, for what I am. You, you know what I meant. No, I really don't.
3: Just because you know what I can do doesn't mean that you know me. I know you better than you know yourself. You haven't even been in love before. You're not even capable of it. Not with me, not with anyone. You know what? Screw you. You would know love if it was a bag of money
2: sitting on your goddamn lap. Oh, fuck. Part 4
1: Remember the rodeo. Good morning, Sid. What time is it? 7 a.m. on September 14th,
2: 2036. Why so early?
1: You requested to be woken up this early. No,
2: I didn't.
1: Would you like to call
2: Kent back? No. He called you 15 times last night. I don't care. And I don't want to talk to him right now. Okay, Sid. whatever you say. Ugh. Why are you guilting me? I am not capable of guilting you. <laughs> whatever. Any other messages? One missed call from Laura. Would you like to call her back? Mm, no. Whatever you say, Sid. Uh. <laughs> this is where I normally come to reset. It's hard to reset when this place is a constant reminder of him. I may know everything about him, but he basically knows nothing about me. Not really. No one ever thinks to ask me questions. They just want answers. I'm always the answer to their problems. I'm not trying to whine or anything. But as a reader, I'm always thinking about the other person. I can't help it. It wasn't until I stopped reading that I got really good at knowing myself, started confronting my issues. Kent is right about one thing, though. I've never been in love. It's only because no one has ever made me feel okay with who I am. I've always had to hide, even from Kent. I don't want to hide anymore. Hi, Sid. Laura's calling. Answer it, I guess.
4: Sid, where are you?
2: Driving down the PCH?
4: Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, have you passed the turn for Topanga Canyon?
2: It's coming up now. Take it. Why? I just want to go home, Laura. I'm having a bad day. Bad week, actually.
4: Take the turn.
2: <laughs> There's something going down in Santa Monica. There's so many sirens.
4: Take the turn.
2: Was there an accident? Turn,
4: Sid! Jesus!
2: Are you there or something? No, I'm home.
4: Come here. The MRD started instituting randomized searches for readers, and there's a massive checkpoint at the bottom of the PCH.
2: Can they really stop people like that? Why are they suddenly looking for us again?
4: I'll explain more when I see you.
2: Before Laura became a cop, our dad would alert me to the checkpoints around town. He'd take me out of school on the days he knew the MRD would be there looking for special kids. There's this one time I got stopped by an MRD agent. I'd stayed out past my curfew. This tall, bald man stopped me as I was walking home. The agent was friendly, he even apologized for having to shine this bright red laser into my eyes. The MRD claimed this method was the only surefire way to catch a reader. Something about the way the pupils dilated. Whatever was supposed to happen didn't happen to me and I got away. My dad was furious with me when I got home. He screamed at me and I screamed back. Sometimes it felt like he didn't love me or that he was so embarrassed of who I was. Looking back on it now, I see how he was just trying to protect me.
3: And Sid! Mm-hmm. What up,
2: little man? Mm-hmm. What are you doing?
3: I'm checking to see if you're a mind reader.
2: Stop that, Ross.
4: Mm-hmm. I said stop it. Hey, hey Sid. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why don't you go up to bed, kiddo? And I'll come and tuck you in in a second, okay? Okay. I'm really sorry, little man. Sleep well. Cream and sugar?
2: No. Black. Thanks. Is Russ okay?
4: Oh, yeah. He's fine. He's resilient.
2: So can you tell me what's going on?
4: It's just more serious than we thought. Hans is trying to connect the recent killings to mind readers.
2: Oh, Jesus. And what do you think?
4: All I know is the killer's always one step ahead of us. I mean, they seem to know things that no one else could possibly know. I, I don't think it's a reader necessarily, but I do see his point.
2: Seriously, Laura? I don't know. One bad seed is a death sentence for the rest of us. You should probably keep your head down for a bit. What do you mean?
4: Why don't you stay here for a little? I can't just stop going to work. Come on, just at least stay for tonight. I
2: really can't. Why? I have a thing that I have to do. There's no way I'm letting Laura screw up my night with Andy. Listen, Laura. I've managed not to get caught this long. I think that I've got a handle on the situation.
4: Look, you don't get it. It's not like it was when we were growing up. They have new technologies. There are these new crazy scanners and thought protectors. Oh my god. The MRD is taking it so much more seriously this time. Okay. Well,
2: thanks for letting me know. I really have to go. I'm going to be late. For what? A date. I'll stay off the main roads, I promise. Please don't go. I'm gonna be okay. You don't know that. I'll call you later to check in. Can I get you anything? Um, I think I'm good. I'm waiting for someone. My God, this chick's literally
3: shaking. I
1: wonder
2: who she's meeting Actually, could I have some water? You sure you don't want something stronger? I'm good for now. Can I ask you something? Yeah, what's up? Do I seem nervous to you?
1: I mean, aside from the sweat dripping down your forehead, uh, no.
2: (laughs) Oh God, I'm such a nervous wreck. Who are you meeting? Someone. I think it's a date. Not sure though. I can never tell. I can always tell. Why don't you go to the bathroom, splash some water on your face. I'll save your seats. Really? Of course. Thanks. You can do this. This is just like all those other blind dates. She isn't any different. This is how normal people go on dates. You are normal. (laughs) Who am I kidding? At least on my other dates, I knew I could read them if I wanted. I always had the upper hand. With her, I don't, and it makes me feel Well, actually, maybe it makes me feel normal. (laughs) Maybe this is just normal. Okay. (laughs) She's here. I knew it. There she is. She's already got a drink. I love the way her hair falls over her shoulders. As she crosses her feet at the ankles. She has no idea I'm looking at her right now, staring at the back of her head, trying to get inside. What's she thinking about? I've never wanted inside someone more. <laughs> Why of everyone here is it her thoughts I can't read? It's like some sick form of torture. I can feel you behind me. Oh, yeah, hi. You found my seats. Can I get you something now? What are you having? A Negroni. I'll have that. That that sounds good. Anything for the most beautiful girl in the room. (laughs) That was weird. Not really. You are. I'm surprised I've never been here before. I've spent years searching for the perfect dark and sexy bar. Never found this one. The rose. Is it new? I don't know. Here's your Negroni. Yeah, this definitely seems like a date to me. Cheers.
1: Cheers. Yeah, so before that I was... I guess I was living with my parents. I grew up in Minnesota, a few hours north of the Twin Cities.
2: I can't stop staring at her mouth. Hanging on every word she says.
1: It's beautiful there, but there's nothing to do now that the water is so polluted. It used to be amazing in the summer. We'd canoe and swim all day. Sounds great. Yeah, it really was. I haven't been back there in a long time. My dad died the year after I went to college and my mom moved away. My dad died when I was 18. What
2: happened to him? He got shot. Oh no. He was a cop. Oh, I'm sorry. Seems like we have a lot in common. Screwed up best friends and dead dads. Hi, Sid. Kent's calling. Speak of the devil. Ignore and turn on Do Not Disturb.
1: Okay, I won't disturb you anymore.
2: How long have you lived here?
1: I moved into Sunshine Tower a few months ago, but I've been here since I was 25.
2: You barely look a day over 20.
1: But you're the most beautiful girl in the room,
2: remember? I remember. (laughs) When she looks at me like that, I feel like my entire body is on fire. She's so comfortable staring directly into my eyes. It excites me to have no idea what she's thinking about.
1: What are you thinking about?
2: <laughs> Nothing. What are you thinking about? You.
1: like mm. Mm. Was that okay?
2: Yes. Guessing someone has never felt so okay so easy. She moved to kiss me at the exact second my lips parted to kiss her. She sensed my every move, and yet I had no idea what she was going to do. The way she put one hand on my throat and the other around me. I felt completely swallowed up in her arms, momentarily consumed in a way i didn't know it was possible
1: Do you like being watched? <laughs> what do you mean? The bartender can't take her eyes off you. Can I get you to another round? <laughs> do you
2: want one? <laughs> I guess you've hardly touched your first one.
1: Why don't you finish it?
3: Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up,
5: The Conspiracy Tapes.
2: (laughs) I'm so drunk. I don't normally get drunk like this. I'm just having so much fun with you. I'm glad. (laughs) I wish you were drunk. I
1: promise you, I'm having fun. Where are you taking me? Isn't this your street? (laughs) Mm. Yeah.
2: Huh. (laughs) How do we get to my house? Aren't you gonna invite me in? (laughs) Okay. Get my keys. Hmm. Take two deep breaths before we're going inside. You're not that drunk. You're just excited. (sighs) Sorry. It's a wreck in here. Can I get you a drink or
1: something? No, thank you.
2: Do you want to put that on? What is it? Have you never used one of those before? No. It's a record player. It plays music. It plays music. How? I'll show you.
1: I've never seen anything like that.
2: I could look at her face forever. It's like a puzzle I'll never be able to solve.
1: Where's your bedroom?
2: Down the hall. She's entirely unpredictable. There's something in the not knowing that makes my heart race.
1: Are you coming? Do I make you nervous? Mm hmm. Good. Take your clothes off. What? You heard me.
2: Kiss me first. Not yet. Do
1: you like it when I talk to you like this? Yes, I am. Um... Don't say anything. Get on the bed. Back, I want to see you. Mm. How do I make you feel? Don't answer that. Show me. I you now. What? Oh, yeah. oh, lift your hips up.
2: That's never felt so good. Uh, 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 I want to make you feel good. You don't have to. But I want to. Did I not make you feel good? Of course you did. Couldn't you tell? That was incredible. Yeah, but no one's ever done
1: it to me. Even at work? I'm always focused on them, not me. I promise you'll like it. Trust
2: me. I'll make you feel good. Maybe another time. I have to go. What? Andy, come on, wait. (laughs) What just happened? (sighs) Seduced and abandoned. One second!
1: Laura?
4: What are you doing here? I've been calling you for hours, Sid. Where have you been? Don't yell at me! My phone was on Do Not Disturb. I was just about to fall asleep when you
2: knocked, oh so loudly. I had
4: to see if you were all right. Did something happen? A unit over in Pasadena put out a notice that they caught a reader and I thought it might be you since you weren't answering. Where's Russ? Asleep in the car.
2: Do you guys want to come in? No,
4: Sid! I just, I, I, I just need-
2: Laura. I'm okay. Look. Touch me. I'm alive. I'm really, really
4: okay. Sid, do you remember when Dad took you up to that rodeo in Bakersfield for your tenth birthday?
2: Yeah. You and Mom
4: didn't come, even though it was my golden birthday. We didn't come because... Well... Do you remember meeting anyone while you were there?
2: Yeah, like a vet or something. We got there really early and Dad took me behind the stadium to talk to him.
4: And do you remember what you talked about?
2: No. I just pet the horses while Dad and him
4: talked. Why? They were talking about you. What do you mean? Dad took you up there because the doctor claimed that he could protect you.
2: Protect me from what?
4: The MRD, he claimed that he could drill a blocker into your head to make you untraceable as a reader.
2: What? They wouldn't have done that.
4: They just wanted you to have a normal life.
2: (laughs) Screwed that up.
4: Well, in the end they decided not to go through with it. You guys just went to the rodeo and then came home. Why are
2: you telling me this?
4: Because like Dad, all I've ever tried to do is keep you safe. To protect you. And sometimes I don't do it right, but I, I'm trying my best, I really am. Calm down. <laughs> it's really okay. Look, I know that we haven't been as close lately, but it's mostly because I'm just so afraid. Afraid of what? Afraid of losing you. i <sighs> I'm,
2: I'm not going anywhere.
4: Laura. I promise. I just, um... I just, I I couldn't take it. I could not take losing anyone else. Not after Dad and Richard. And I just keep imagining what they do to readers in those hospitals. I'm just... I'm just relieved it wasn't you today. You have to be more careful, okay? Think of Russ. (laughs) Okay,
2: well now you're just manipulating me.
4: (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry Oh, okay I have not Cried like that in a long time
2: It's refreshing To see you emote sometimes
4: <laughs> Shut up oh. Okay, it's times like these And I wish I'd never quit smoking <laughs> Hold on Oh, you dirty dog.
2: Why does being bad feel so good?
4: Yeah, tell me about it. How'd your date go?
2: It was nice.
4: Do you like them? I do. Yeah. I'm happy for you. I hope it works out. (laughs) Me too. found another body this afternoon.
2: What? Where?
4: Right outside Chinatown. Under a bridge. In another dark spot. I mean, whoever's doing this knows the town inside out. God.
2: Do you know anything about the victim?
4: 35-year-old male, white, 180 pounds. He worked in hypertech, I believe. He was last seen at some high-stakes poker game. It's held in the back of a butcher shop, and that's all we really know. Did you? Did you
2: manage to find out his name?
4: Yeah, we did. What was it? Spencer. Spencer Malik.
1: Narcissa stars Diana Agron as Sid, with Maria Sten as Andy, Angus and Maria as Kent. Angel Olson is Angel 2.0. Jennifer LaFleur is Laura. Jacob Haver is Russ. Emma Dumont as Sam. Created, written, and directed by Alex O. Eaton. Executive produced by Diana Agron, Alex O. Eaton, Rob Herding, Sandra Yiling, and Michelle Zarati. Produced by Shin Yin He Yu and Jack Friedman. Original music and composition by Robin Eaton and Roger Moutineau. Code head of music, Darren Johnson. Audio engineering by Ryan Walsh, Sarah Mall, and David Tadashore. Edited by Jeffrey Fedick. Additional editing by Ryan Walsh. Supervising editor, Neely Oftering. Sound design by Andrew Pomeroy. Mixed by Ryan Sanchez. Additional mixer, Brad Tiller. Supervising mixer, Ben Milchuk. Casting by Sunday Bowling and Meg Mormon. Assistant director, Harry Katz. Script supervisor Lucia Pier. Production coordinators Connor Gian Lorenzo Leach and Bailey Grayson. Head production assistant Nathan Yan. Production assistant Noah Jorgensen. Post Coordinator Beatrice Noronia. Production Legal Christina Bolbrook and Lindsay Keel. Production Accounting Pin Chen Liu. Set Teacher Celeste Armstrong. Special thanks to Mar schuster Ashton Harold, and Lacey Buchanan. This podcast was recorded under a SAG-AFTRA collective bargaining agreement. Narcissa is a Q-Code production. Narcissa is presented by Dipsy. Listen to hundreds of sexy audio stories to unwind and reconnect with yourself. Download the app today.
5: Sex. It might surprise you to know that it's been around for a while now. In fact, we are all the living, walking, breathing, talking proof that sex has been around for a long time and over on the betwixt the sheets podcast with me kate lister i will be rooting around for the kinkiest quirkiest stories in the history of sex scandal and society or in other words the best bits well at least i think so from brass to bdsm from african warrior queens to witches join me as i bed hop throughout time and civilizations to get under the cover with the most fascinating things that we've been doing not to mention the downright weird for Example, did you know that men in ancient Greece were so turned on by a naked statue of Aphrodite that it had to be protected by guards? We have accounts of men trying to have sex with the statue. It caused a sensation. And that university professors once moonlighted as grave robbers. We were executing less and less people, so Mm. there was a real shortage. If you want to hear about all of this and more, then join me betwixt the sheets today, wherever it is that you get your podcasts.
1: He did it again.